For those of you who remember the last chapter of One Piece, chapter 1101, we left off where we are about to witness of more things that are about to unfold in the flashback for Huma. And in this chapter, we are about to see the final conclusion of Kuma's life and what is to unfold in this flashback. This and much more in this episode of the Nerdfix today. Hi guys, this is Jay from the Nerdfix and happy holidays to all. And this is the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode, we're going to talk about the latest chapter for One Piece chapter. 1102 titled Kuma's Life. So for those of you who are fans of One Piece out there, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. But for those of you who haven't read the latest chapter for One Piece yet, I suggest waiting until it's officially released tomorrow on Christmas Day, December 25th. But for everyone else who had the the latest chapter early, let's continue on ahead. So starting off with a chapter review, we begin with a colorful page request which shows Bonnie eating hot dog after hot dog being painstakingly compared by ravenous wolves. Which honestly, this is a bit funny as she is seen as a big eater with her being part of the worst generation. And honestly, this is actually pretty hilarious with her eating hot dog after hot dog and the wolf pointing out that she honestly is seen as a big ravenous eater by many standards. But with that said and done, let's continue on with the chapter review. The chapter begins with the for- newly formed Bonnie Pirates setting sail on the island where Kuma is, is currently residing. They attack the Marines, and who they believe are a evil bunch, due to reports that, that the town is being attacked and were filled with injured children and seniors. But this was most likely due to the to their ages being altered by Bonnie's powers. Kuma was on the island. He overhe- overhearing Bonnie was trying to find him, but knows he can't make contact with her for her sake, and ne- and didn't expect her to become a pirate. And once he leaves, the Bonnie pirates continues continues and sailed in search for him. Though Bonnie states that they can t- they can take their time to find. I find Nika as well, imagining how happy Kuma would be if they found him. Then, there is news that came out that Luffy finally, Luffy defeated the Arlon pirates, and it spread around, and spread worldwide, and his first bounty poster started circulating as well, prompting Dragon and Long to make his way to Logtown after hearing Smoker was in charge of the area, and also Ace informing Jinbei of Luffy. This, of course, was to see if to take to see if he, he took down Arlong. This alone also causes Huma to see Luffy's poster, and also that both him and Dragon's kids have become have become pirates. And that Bonnie tells her crew that they will only steal bad steal from bad people, ignore the cries from for help unless they really need it. And she puts lipstick on declaring herself as as a grown up and an anti eyebrow where the sapphire scale used used to be, thinking it'd be much easier for Kuma to recognize her, and even gave her herself a name in order to get even to get herself an attention. This being the name Jewelry Bonnie, which is actually pretty interesting. Though now we got the 
an interesting uh, name of how she got the name Jewelry. This was basically based off of not only from the sapphire scale stones that she once had on her face, but also from how the that alone from back when she was growing up, they actually they actually made her happy with how Kuma used it to be able to make her feel feel better instead of making her feel feel sad about him. Then we pan over to Egg Island, where Kuma sees the pacifistic clones of himself, and even says that they look a bit unsettling by his standards. But Dr. Vegapunk states that. But things are going smoothly with the modifications. And he even tells and Kuma even tells Vegapunk about Luffy. And to a surprise that he finds out that he is Dragon's son. And Kuma tells says that Luffy's declaration of war against the world government reminds him of Nika, even with the powers that are the properties of that of rubber. Which interestingly which, interestingly enough, is quite fascinating to say the least. Also, with this in mind, he also states that there is much interesting facts of how he was reminded of Nika back from when he was a child, and also with the with the heartbeat rhythm that his father mentioned as well. But going back into the review, he then goes to throw a bark and confronts the Straw Hats if after the defeat of of Gekamoria, and cho- and he- but chooses to leave after seeing the, seeing the loyal- the, his, how loyal his crew are, which is actually quite surprising as well because his crew, the Straw Hats, are pretty loyal to Luffy. Even despite of him being a buffoon of all people, they will stick by to him, mainly because he does believe in the dreams of, uh, of his crew just as much as they believe in his. Then, we pan over to Kuma standing sail to Sabo Archipelago, notifying about up, about the upcoming execution of Ace and the war with White and the White War with Whitebeard. And he states that he will be there short he will be there. And he sees Bonnie eating in the restaurant and says that this is the last time he'll see her, her face before he begins to lose his free will. And he's notified I have someone attacking a world noble, arriving in the scene, and shocked to see someone would, would do such a thing, surprised the culprit was Luffy, in response to the events to Hachi. And when confronted of this and separates them, he apologizes to Dragon and even called for leaving for leaving them, but feels that he leave his own his own quiet mark on the world through Luffy and through Bonnie. And when Luffy states that he's unable to save his crew, he says his mind. He says that he, that, is He's wrong, and Kuma separ- separating them was his way of saying that they aren't ready to take on the new world yet and need to get stronger, and states that Luffy will be the one who will someday save the world. So this whole thing has been expanded upon. Of why Kuma basically separated the Straw Hats to begin with. This was basically not to separate the crew, but basically his way of saying that they just weren't ready to enter the new world, which is actually pretty haunting and also pretty telling of the reason he did this to begin with. Then we pan over to Egan Island, and Vegapunk is outraged over the order that Saturn had of installing a self-destruct mechanism in Kuma 
if he goes rogue outside the five elders' presence, and is unable to go against this, against this order, but leaves the, but instead negotiates to keep a bit of his e of his ego intact, stating that in that something would ever split his personality, uh, would split a personality of sorts, but he orders to for Kuma to lose all of his free will and punish even threatening Vega Doctor Vegapunk. If he disobeys, if he disobeys him, even with him being a scientist himself, and with this, Vegapunk states that this man Kuma won't be able to reunite with Bonnie, and state and Kuma stated that with this, it's good to know how he felt. To which this is a shock to Vegapunk. All with all of this, to know that a war for him not to for a warlord to even say something like this. And he then reminded Vegapunk that he that he would give him this uh, superhuman hearing, which is actually pretty telling, and it's actually pretty upsetting that he is willing to go through all of this for the sake of Bonnie's safety. Then he gets ready for the operation on Kuma, and he thanks Vegapunk for being concerned for his well-being, and tells Kuma, and Doctor Vegapunk tells Kuma. The past two years, he had a grand time with him, and he asked Vegapunk about the program to protect the Thousand Sunny after the war with Whitebeard until one of them returns, and, and said that this was a compromise, being unable to see them grow and unable to see them grow once more. And he asked what he planned for Luffy. He had planned for Luffy. Which he states that his actions reminded him of Nika, believing he can see the sea for the better. And as before the operation began to commence, he asked Kuma to push out his memories to, to look into, to which Kuma agrees to this. And with this, the bubble that you remember from a couple of chapters ago that Bonnie had seen in one of the rooms that she has that she looked into and tapped on. That's the exact same bubble. It basically contains a copy of his memories, but will disappear when it's touched. And with all of this, he tells him that it will preserve the bubble and allow it to be studied without disturbing it. And with he begins and after all this, Kuma begins to remember the people in his life and what and begins to question if it caused any harm to anyone with his actions. Though, with all of this, Dr. Vegapunk is, is in tears, saying that his life didn't trouble anyone, though his, his own death would hurt those all who loved him. And this alone would cause would consider him to be a hero to everyone who met, to which Kuma thanks him. And before the, they are complete, he thanks Dr. Vegapunk for saving Bonnie's life, and if he could ever see her again. And the last message he says to her, he says to Dr. Vegapunk, before it's complete, is to wish Bonnie a happy 10th birthday. Then, the flashback finally ends, and we're back into the present. 
And it shows Bonnie has seen everything from Kuma's memory bubble. And she is completely broken down in tears after seeing everything within the memory bubble. And that's where the chapter ends. This was absolutely probably the most emotional chapter ever. And honestly, if I were to rank any of the characters that have the most tragic and the saddest backstory, it would have to be Kuma. And probably would outrank Robin at this point. Even Law. And honestly, this is just so upsetting and too baffling for words to even describe this chapter. But I want to know what you guys think about this, because honestly, this is too much for me to even wrap my mind around now that the flashback is finally over and we know more about Kuma and his backstory because I'm really curious to see of what 1,103 is going to unfold though next though we're going to be on a bit of a break because of the holiday season so fingers crossed of what's going to unfold because this is going to be a huge one after this. So what are your thoughts on the latest chapter from One Piece? Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? Let me know in a questionnaire I'll post on Spotify at the end of the episode. Let me know what you guys think. I'll also post a poll at the end of the episode. Let me know what your guys' thoughts on the latest chapter as well. For those of you who have stuck around towards the entirety of the episode, thank you so much for listening. And, as always, whether you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you all next year for a brand new episode, and for season 5 of The Nerd Fix. can't believe it's going to be the 5th season of The Nerd Fix, and how far I've come, I've come so far with the podcast. I never thought that I would get this far, but this is astonishing, and I cannot wait to see what is going to unfold for 2024. But once again, thank you all so much for stopping by. I'll see you in 2024 for a brand new episode. Later, and happy holidays, everyone, and a happy new year.